You're listening to the Robert Hartley Games Master Podcast. The following is audio from my interactive tabletop role-playing game series, Twitch Tales, which plays out through my Twitch channel, Robert Hartley GM. The chat act as a hive mind collective to control the actions of the main character while all of the NPCs in the wider world is controlled by me. Enjoy. Welcome to Twitch Tales episode 62, or season 4 episode 3, now that we're numbering them by season. Where did we leave off in the last episode? Well, Apis has dealt with the dragon Lucifreak, dealt with the troubles of Fondurg, reincarnated the fallen Valor from Fondurg, uh, and has decided that they can handle any other problems themselves. The necromancer, the, uh, the, the remaining kobolds in the well, any other problems around town, the Steel's Edge th Thieves Guild, not my problem. Uh, you instead headed back up north to Shadridge to check in with the frontier town and a couple of your um, couple of your friends there, catch them up on all the things that you'd been doing, uh, the dragon pro the dragon problem and whatnot, um, and to check on your friend Mosh who has uh, has a particular curse, the curse of Weirfox, and uh, and and knowing that it was full moon about a week ago. Uh, to check in on him and see how things have been after stashing our gold in the um, in the river bank. And when we got there, uh, we found that he's working on the Colton's farm. We spoke with Mary Colton, and she directed us to the uh, the barn uh, where he's staying, and said he's not looking he's not really um, uh, looking for visitors at the moment. He's feeling a bit ill, but you kind of ignored her uh, her pleas there and went to talk to him anyway. And he isn't actually ill, he's just wanting to not be around people anymore because he's feeling rather guilty. He came clean to you in, in a conversation that in the full moon uh, a week ago, he killed someone. And that's where we left off. So, you are in conversation with Mosh, you've had time to think about it. What do you ask him? You say, um, what happened? He says... I um I know you know about my affliction um I uh, how do I begin um I'll start by saying I didn't mean to I didn't I didn't it wasn't my for what it's worth I know it doesn't matter um I got it's it's like a um so I, I when it when when it happened to me um i got i tried to fight it i i, I tried to fight it um it was it was it was tough and i almost died um but i but i tried to fight it off and it, and i just couldn't i i couldn't fight the the affliction, the the, the disease, the, the the curse. So, if I was going to survive, I I was forced in the end to just embrace it. Is this the first time that this has happened? Uh, yeah. Well, no. I've I've killed I've killed plenty of things before, but I, I'm usually in control of when I do it. Uh, and it's usually animals, and I've killed. I've killed a person before, but in self-defense. Uh, look, uh, I'll start to start from the beginning. Like, look, I, 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 
I need you to kind of understand, and I don't expect you to fully know what it's like without the experience, but it's it's like there's a beast inside me, and I don't mean the fox. Like I mean, I mean like the best way I can describe the feeling of it is that there's like a, a different thing that lives in me, and it's and it's not human. It's not. It just feels like a beast. It feels like there's some, like a dark beast of, of, it's, when I embraced it, I learned that I could control it. It's like a, like a trained dog. It gets whimpery and whiny and needs attention from me. And as long as I let it out every once in a while, to do its business, uh, I keep it on a leash and it does its thing and then it comes back in happy. And it's quiet again for a while. And then it wants to get out again. Anytime outside a full moon, it's, it's, it's like a small, it's like a small puppy. But the night before the full moon, it gets to be, it gets to be louder. And it becomes like a, like an adult dog, but it's, it's like the night before the full moon, it's still in the next room. It's still, it's like a, it's like a, a dog in the next room that's barking and you can, you can easily just ignore it. I can, I can still, I can still not focus on it. If I let it out on that day before the full moon, it's a little more active, uh, the, it, it strains against the leash, as it were. I hope I'm not hope I'm not confusing things with an analogy here, but uh, this is what it feels like. It like, like I'm if I let it out, it's it's straining. I can still control it, but then on the night of the full moon, suddenly now that dog's not in the next room anymore. It's in my room, and it's not a dog. It's a wolf, and it's and it's aggressive towards me. I can I can I can feel it. If I don't let it out, I don't know what'll happen, but I, I just don't, I, it's like I don't have a choice. If I don't, if I try to keep it in, it'll, it'll break out anyway. So, um, so I, so I put a leash on it and I, and I take it out. You gotta understand, I, I can't, I try my, you gotta understand, I didn't mean this to, I didn't, I didn't mean this to happen. I, I, I tried, I tried to. I've only had this for like seven months or something. I, every time before this, I've been able to control it. It strains against the leash. It's, it's, it's trying to get off. It's trying to run. It's trying to get out of my yard. It's trying to get into others. It's trying to get into the nearby woods. It's, it, I feel like I'm getting muddled with the analogy in real world here, but, uh, I can usually control it and I, and I, maybe I got, maybe I got complacent, maybe that's on me, uh, maybe I thought I could control it more than I could, uh, or maybe it's simply that I haven't given it enough, enough incentive to get out before, until last week, uh, this time it got away from me, that's all, and I was just being pulled, 
I couldn't stop it. I was being pulled along for the ride. He was in control and I'm sorry. Look, calm down. It, I'm, I'm your friend. I'm not a guard. Just relax. We can make this right. Can you think of anyone or anything unusual around lately that might have exacerbated the condition? I, I try to keep myself away from people especially leading up to and coming down from a full moon. I think the thing that exacerbated it was that I came across somebody in the woods. And then I just, the fox just took over. I felt the excitement. And I don't, I don't want you to read wrong. I didn't enjoy it. I, not, I don't, I don't enjoy it. I wish. <sighs> Look, if I could, if I could do something to get rid of this, I would. Uh, uh, I but it, it it likes it. It takes it takes enjoyment from it. It, it it's it's enjoying hunting. It's like I know what a fox feels like when it's hunting. I get the I get the sort of enjoyment from the cunning thrill of the, and it makes me sick that I enjoyed it in the moment because I didn't. I shouldn't. I shouldn't feel like that. If there was something I could do to to stop it, I probably would. Look, um, I'm. I don't know. I, I, it just it took over and and it felt the enjoyment of like seeing someone that it could hunt, and I stalked them. I stalked them for a while, and I and I I barely remember. The details of it, just the excitement of feeling like it was there, and they didn't know that I was there. Can we insight on this? We absolutely can, yeah. Um, so uh, let me pop on your camera real quick, your dice cam, so you can see. Let me adjust that so you can see a little better. Move some stuff to the side to get some space. Uh, 14. 14 plus your insight. Your insight is a plus 2 because that's all you got. You're not proficient in it. So a 16 total. Uh, with a 16 insight, it, you, you're, you're gathering everything that's on the surface as well. Like he's, it, 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 Nothing of it seems like a performance. Um, he seems to be genuine in his... Um, he seems to be genuine in his very complicated emotions of of guilt is the is the biggest thing on top. Um, he's torn up inside um, about the guilt of of not being able to control a an addiction. Uh, almost, uh, it's that that sort of that sort of feeling. Um, 
like he's he's he needs help and doesn't know how to get it. He's in a very low point. Who did you um who did you see in the woods? Um someone else in the woods at the night of the full moon? He says, Yeah. Uh it was it were it was a few people, um well, it was from my memory it was a couple of elves. A woman and a man. They seemed like travellers. Um they had a small amount of luggage with them. The man was uh, a bigger guy. Um, it seemed they, they, I don't remember the details. They, they, they were, they were traveling. Uh, they, they were definitely going with a purpose. And I, and I went out west. I, I specifically took myself west from, I took myself west from the, the, the uh, from the the, the, the the town from Shadridge, I, I took myself way out into the forest to the west because I, I knew if, you, you'd, you'd told us about the, the elves to the north. And so I was going to just go north into the woods. Uh, that's where I was last time. Uh, I ended up at Shadridge and, uh, with the whole sheep you, you heard of, thankfully. Look, I, um, I wanted to not encounter any elves and then I went west and they were there. Did the guy look like a cook? I mean, what he looked like a cook? Was he wearing a white hat? <laughs> Rob, you are a bad person on the inside. <laughs> Don't know what you're talking about, Ads. Um, where exactly did it happen? Did, can you take me there? Uh, uh, yeah, I could. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't know if I want to go back. Okay, um, did you, um, did you, did you bury them? Uh, it's, it's, um, the night's real blurry for me. Uh, I'm not sure if I left much to be buried. Uh, the woman definitely got away. I feel confident about that. That, that, that that's because I'm. Ever since then, I've been, I've been, I've been having dreams of of uh, like a like a, a chase, and she was definitely screaming. There were. No, roll a um, roll a check for him to see how much he remembers in this particular moment. Now that he's trying to relive it aloud. Uh, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm confident in saying she, she got away from me. Uh, I've been feeling anger and disappointment from that side of me. Like the, the, I haven't been feeling it. That the beast has been feeling like an anger and a disappointment. Uh, I'm pretty sure that means that it, it didn't manage to f finish the job, uh, or something um,
We could ask the dice if the elves could help him. Yeah, you could. Yeah, you have, um, uh, for anyone who doesn't know, you have bone dice in the inventory right in the middle there. You can see uh, they are they are divinatory dice that, um, that can cast uh, a spell very similar to the spell augury. Uh, you can ca you can ask them a question. Usually you get the best responses if it's a yes-no question. Um, and they will tell you yes or no, weal or woe. There is um there's a chance that you might have uh you might have encountered one of the elves um that I just freed from the dragon captivity down in Fondog, just so you're aware. What? Um so there's there was I was just down in Fondog for a while and there was a dragon there. You cast the exposition cantrip on him. <laughs> um and then once the dragon was dead, a, a number of the elves decided that they wanted to move on from that period of their life. They wanted to get a new start. Uh, and there was a cook and his wife that got their luggage together and headed north. They said they were going to Arachel, the, um, the elven towns. I'm so sorry. Look, I don't blame you. It's It wasn't. You weren't in control of yourself, and this curse is the thing that killed them, not you. Do you know if there's any Belladonna in the forest? He says, yeah, there is. Uh, I took it when I was trying to resist it, and it didn't fully help. There's not much it does for me now that it, the curse has taken hold. I don't want to bring him back to the place of the murder. He's having a hard enough time reliving it. Yeah. Killed an elf. I don't think they're going to be all that charitable towards him if they've even the slightest inkling that he was the one who did it. It's a good possible good possibility. Could we do a poll to see if we try to persuade him to investigate the area where it happened? Uh, if you want, let's let's uh, let's just do an impromptu sort of an, a thumbs up, thumbs down. Um, put a thumbs up in the chat. There's uh, an emote that you should have access to. Put a thumbs up, yes, if you want to uh, try and persuade him to take you to the site so that you can investigate it. Uh, put a thumbs down if you don't want him to take you to the site. If she's still out there, um, maybe we should try and find her. He says, uh, it was a week and a half ago now, uh, she will have found somewhere. Look, you um, remember that you're the victim, you're a victim too. Yeah, it doesn't feel like it. This curse, it, it's, it's, that's the one in charge. You've said yourself, this is a different creature that takes over. It's got different wants, different emotions. Uh, no, yes, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, no. Ooh, this is a, this is a right, right down the middle kind of a thing. Um, pretty hard to call from the, uh, from the emotes alone. Let's, uh, let's put it to a poll in the chat. Should we try and persuade this werefox that we're talking to, to take us to the area of the crime scene in the woods to the west? Um, yes or no? He's having a hard time reliving it, but if he doesn't, then maybe we don't learn more information about what happened, and maybe we can't help him out more. We have so much to do. Yeah, it's so unlike me to keep giving you more plots that you can't follow, eh, Ray? Marsh has probably killed Belladell, the cook elf that was going to the Four Sisters from Paneth. I never said that. I could ask the merry gentleman if he could cure Mosh. Um, all right, with 57% of the vote, Apis is pretty down the middle about it, but eeks on the side of, I think we should investigate this area. 
Uh, and so with 57% of the, of the vote, Apis decides to try and persuade Mosh to, uh, to show them the area. I'm going to roll a persuasion check, and then we're going to roleplay it out to see how well that persuasion goes. 16. 16 plus your persuasion of 1. You are not proficient in persuasion, you just have a plus 1 charisma, so 17 persuasion. With 17 persuasion, you uh, do your best to try and um, try and console him. He uh, he sort of collects himself easily enough, um, and then you say like, "I think, with your memories of it being so fuzzy, it's not a guarantee that you that you killed anyone. It, what if what if both of them got away?" Um, and he says, "I doubt it. Uh, it. It would have taken something, something more. Uh, it would have taken something stopping me. I think at that point, I don't fully remember what happened. Okay. Well, I think it might be important since you don't fully remember to try and work out what happened. There's no point beating yourself up about something you don't know what what you did." Could you? I think I think it's it would be important for us to investigate what happened. If you don't want to go all the way, I understand. But if you could take me partially there, or to draw me a map, or point the directions, or just anything you can do to help would be useful in that moment. Um, given his state of mind, I'm gonna roll and add a certain number here and uh, that's going to set the DC of uh, whether 17 was enough to beat him. He does not want to go back. As such, I was going to roll a d20 and add 10 to it. And you had to beat that number. So the chances of a 17 being enough was below half. I rolled a 6 on the d20. Plus 10, 16. So you needed to beat a 16, and you did. You got a 17. So he uh, sort of collects himself, understands the logic of what you're saying. He says, yeah. I mean, if nothing else, at least I owe it to everyone to know a little more of what happened. Okay. Let's go. Uh, I'm 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 gonna talk myself out of it if we don't go now. Let's let's just go. And he puts the um, pick at, uh, He puts the um, the uh, what's it called the pitchfork. He sticks the pitchfork back in the ground. Um, I'll have you make a perception check real quick. Uh, nine plus your perception. Uh, it is a plus five. You don't get a forest bonus. Uh, so plus five perception takes it to a 14 as he um, as he brings that um, pitchfork up and sticks it into the the base of this um, this mound of hay that he's next to uh, you see that the pit the, the um, forks on the pitchfork are slightly bent and the and sort of the ends of them are, are a bit dulled and um, bent backwards and things what time of day is it? Uh, you faffed around all day with things. I'm pretty sure it's late today, uh, late in the day. Let me just double check. Today you uh, started out of Shadridge. You headed to Shadridge. 
caught up with Edith, Toria, Franklin, and Jackson the mayor. Then you went up to the riverbank to stash your money. Then from there you went back to Shadridge and headed to the Colton's farm and met up with Mosh. So it's definitely late into the late afternoon, early evening. Uh, we have powdered metal, but I don't remember what the metal is. It's a mixture of iron and silver. It's um, it's it's the components for uh, the protection from evil and good spell. The irony of the were creature wielding a pitchfork. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Uh, has he tried to puncture himself with it and was ineffective? Since the thought comes to your synapse, Puckfin, yes, it seems like um, it seems like he might have tried to uh, harm himself with the pitchfork. Uh, after it happened, and being a work creature, it didn't help. Um, would the lady elf that got away know it's a work creature? I just think it's a forest monster. Who knows? You've seen him as a, uh, a hybrid version of his Werefox ability. You've also seen him as a regular uh, full Vox version. If he's a uh, hybrid version, then it's pretty cr pretty. Uh, clear that it's a were, were creature because it's a humanoid fox man um, if it is uh, the full fox though he just looks like a very large fox so depending on which um, which form he was in whether he was in his hybrid or his full fox it could make a big difference um do we need to get silver weapons first in case he turns with us and attacks Uh Probably not adds because it, it is currently like nine, I think, days after the full... Yeah, it's nine days after the full moon. Um, and he's said that he has no problem controlling it at the moment. But you uh, you, you ask him, like, can can I see it? Can I just ask Mosh, are you, at the moment, this this beast inside, this dog? Is what's what are we, what are we looking at? And he's like, oh, it's... It's not even making a noise right now. It feels, I think, unfortunately, it feels contented. Uh, so he can he can probably control it because he chose. So in my games, uh, the therianthropy curses, uh, you can either embrace them or resist them. Um, if you successfully resist the curse, then you can act out your life completely as normal until the time of the full moon when you take you completely lose control. Uh, and you black out as well, no memories of anything. If you embrace it, however, uh, you can choose to change at will, and then at the full moon you might also lose control, but you have slightly better chances of keeping in control during a full moon because you've embraced the curse. Um, he he sounds like he chose the resist option and then failed, uh, so he failed to resist it, so he was forced to choose the embrace option, so he can, uh, he can jump back and forth. Um, uh, at will, he can turn himself into a fox or a hybrid at will. But uh, when it comes to full moon, he there's a chance that he loses control of it, and that's what happened this turn. Uh, the chance for people who embrace it is relatively low, um, uh, but given that he's still relatively new to it, he he failed this moon. How does the curse transfer? Bites and scratches and things. Uh, yeah, anything that draws blood. It kind of acts in a little bit like a disease for uh, fashion. If you want to know the full details of my Therianthropy curse, it's available on my Patreon. Plug! So you um, you uh, gather your things and you head off out of the barn. If you want to go right now, which he seems keen to, it is uh, late in the afternoon. You've probably got another um, 
what time is it? It's sort of mid-spring, so you've still got decent light. Um, you probably, let's say, you've got like another hour of light before uh, before we're, we're gone. Before we're into like twilight sort of time. So you set off. He leads the way. Uh, you set off sort of from the Colton's farm. It dips into the fair woods and then out the other side of the fair woods. Um, uh, and, and it cuts you across some plains. You walk for about uh, 20 minutes before you're out into these plains. And then um, another like 10 minutes after that, you're at the edge of the, the, the next section. So you can imagine the fair woods kind of does this shape and you've cut across the bottom. So you've cut into the woods, back out of the woods and then back into the woods again. And as you enter that second part of the woods, he says, um, this is about as far as I took myself before the before hitting the moonlight. Um, I figured I was far enough away from the town that no one's going to be straying out this way. And I didn't realize that people would be cutting through the forest. So uh, we start looking from here, I guess. Um, and then he is going to start rolling survival checks to see if he remembers. Uh, I'm going to make it an intelligence-based survival because it's it's not so much finding tracks as remembering remembering tracks and finding the plants that he remembers. Um, okay, so with him, Marsh's intelligence is... Okay, and then his survival definitely would be proficient in that. Uh, oh, that's good. Okay, that's good. That was a dirty 20. He, um, he seems like he is remembering things very well at, uh, at first. It's coming back to him, um, uh, the night and, and the paths that he took. He says, yeah, there was, um, I definitely went this way because I could smell, uh, I, I could um, smell some sort of something to hunt, I think. Uh, and I was still in control of it at this point. I was just basically letting the fox out to do its business and, and do what it needed to do. So uh, there was a rabbit uh, I wanted to pretty sure it was a rabbit and and he leads you in this direction up and over logs and uh, past fallen trees and through the undergrowth of this forest crunching through bush um, you're following the sounds of a small um, brook a small river of sorts a streamish um, area and and eventually you get to the water's edge and you see that there is like a um, like a bunch of uh, darkened uh, darkened grass around the uh, around this river he, he he leans down and plucks some of this grass and he says yeah that's dried blood i was definitely here uh, where i struck the where i struck the rabbit um they barely even saw me coming and as much as as much as it was fun to to taste the the rabbit meat it, it definitely felt like I was disappointed that it didn't give me more of a hunt. It didn't give me a, a more exciting chase. Uh, so I went, I, I'm pretty sure I just left it. And he looks around. Uh, I'll have you make a perception check as well. Get a look around the area that you're in. Uh, 13 plus your forest bonus perception takes you to like a 21 or something. Um, you very quickly see uh, the carcass of um, a picked apart rabbit. There's basically just like a skull and a few bones left. Um, the forest denizens have definitely made short work of it. He says, "Yeah, I, I, I left it around." You point it out, and he goes, "Yeah, that was it. I didn't, um, I didn't even feed on it because it wasn't about the feeding. Uh, I just left it and, and started hunting something more. I definitely went in this direction, deeper into the woods." He keeps going in that direction in the ways of the woods. I'm just going to keep narrating unless there's anything uh, you guys chip in with what you want. 
uh, to do or to ask as you're as you're looking. On our way there, should we ask uh, what's with the pitchfork? That seems like a very sensitive thing to ask, so I'll ask a um, I'll ask for a consensus on whether we not want to talk about that or not. Thumbs up in the chat if you want to ask him about the bent pitchfork, or thumbs down if you don't. We should investigate for footprints and anything else in the way as well, in case he was being followed. Detect everything! Alright, most people say no, we're not going to ask him about that. You can make your own conclusions about it. Um, uh, yes, I will roll you a survival check to check for tracks and things to see if he was being followed that time. Oh, nat one. A nat one plus your survival plus your uh, forest bonus, so that's still going to make it a. Uh, you've got a plus eight at this level, haven't you? Yeah, plus eight. Or is that plus nine? Plus eight wisdom, right? Yes. Uh, so it's still a nine. So nat one is still a nine when you're in a forest. That's the benefits of a of a ranger in their favoured terrain. Um. So with a nine survival check, you are not doing too well on the on finding tracks. As I say, it has been a week and a half-ish, uh, well, about uh, nine days and a week's eight days in my world. So it's been it's been a week and a day since um, uh, since this incident, since the full moon. So um, any tracks are uh, very difficult to find. Uh, but you're following him easily enough. There are a couple of times you do come across the. Uh, like definite large fox footprints that are that, that were like put into wet mud near the near the brooks and stuff. Uh, I'm just going to re-roll for him to see now how because uh, it's getting close. It's getting the moon is getting higher in the sky as it were, and uh, I'm going to see if he was able to uh, still remember the situation at this point. Oh, not bad, not bad, below average, but um, he's got a good modifier to it, so that takes it to. Uh, 14 um, he's starting to struggle a little more with remembering the details uh, and once or twice you have to stop for like five minutes for him to kind of sniff around the area you see that he seems reluctant to turn himself into the hybridized version that you've seen before the one that gives him um, advantage on his perception is his smelling and stuff so he's doing his best in human form to <laughs> Sniff around the area, look around. He's 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 checking things. Eventually, he he moves on. You're definitely now into twilight. You've uh, you've lost the light of the day, and the sun has um, the sun is starting to set. Uh yeah, yeah. It's this way. I remember actually now. Um, uh, there was the scent of uh, there was the scent of um, a campfire. Uh, I could smell soot, and so it was a there was a chance that there was. Um, a campfire around and in hindsight I should, probably shouldn't have gone to it but I was still kind of on the verge of control at this point if you've not tried it before if you've not tried it before um, maybe it's worth asking Ultimas to guide you when you're in form so that you find prey that you're okay with killing um, Ultima's been god of the hunt I know um, yeah I've tried it uh, the beast doesn't like praying the beast doesn't like involving religion, higher powers, gods. It just likes to be. Tell him not to transform at all. See, um, look while we're uh, while we're 
searching the paths, retracing steps, just I think in case we do come uh, across any elves, maybe just we just both stay, you know, as ourselves. He says, yeah, uh, I haven't let I haven't let him out in a while um, since the event, um, and he is getting a little a little whiny. I can definitely see that he wants to come out, but he's still in the the naughty corner. <laughs> tries to make light of it he um, he continues to lead you the way though uh, after a, another like 20 minutes or so you get to the point where he stops and you can see him kind of just like having to compose himself like deep breaths and things he says um, this is where I This is definitely where I smelt them. And this is where I lost control. It wasn't a campfire I could smell, it was a torch. A handheld thing. I'd followed it through the woods to this point. I think the beast knew what it was and I didn't. And it lost control I lost control of it. I went into full full form. And I began to stalk, stalk my way through the, the forest after them. Uh, it only took me about five minutes from here. They're, they're just up ahead. If you um, if you don't let him out, it might be worse the next time. Yeah, I've thought about that. I was going to wait till the new moon. But the new moon is when I have most control over it. It's like he's a tiny little puppy, helpless, like... I can fully control the beast at that point. I, I was going to just let him out then and hope that satisfies him. He looks up through the canopy. says, um, tonight's, tonight's a waning moon. We're into the crescent. I could let him out, but... Uh, I probably shouldn't. Try asserting yourself over the wolf. Like like it or not, it's part of you, and you need to find a way to coexist with it. If you're praying to a god to help, then some whining from the wolf shouldn't stop you. Yeah. He has no say whether I pray or not during the during the rest of the moon. But he won't let me. Imagine trying to kneel down and and say prayers when there's a, a foxhound in the room with you jumping on you and pushing you over and barking at you. I just can't concentrate on what I'm trying to say whenever I whenever I try and pray any time around a full moon. Mosh, I'm sorry to have um, put you through this, bringing you out here, but I thank you for confiding in us. Just kind of takes your words in and doesn't say anything. For um, for Ultima's, uh, the act of hunting is a form of prayer. I've I've discovered. 
it doesn't need to be like a spoken thing if the wolf or the you know the fox the beast whatever we're calling it if 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 it doesn't like you speaking prayers yeah i know but things like marking his symbol into trees or or crossing arrows to 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 sort of pay deference or it sees because obviously if i have the intention of what i'm doing being a prayer to ultimas or or homage to ultimas or whatever if i have that intention then the beast knows that's my intention it's in me it hears what i hear it, it feels what i feel it it thinks what i think and so it knows what i'm doing and it and it and it gets angry have you ever um this might be a strange question, but have you ever tried talking to it? Is it intelligent? Can it speak? It tends to in sort of puzzled looks as uh, talking to Macurs. Yeah. Um. I mean, I've shouted at it before. I've 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 been angry at it. I've I've, especially when I was trying to resist it, I was I was shouting at it to go away. I was. I was talking to it a hell of a lot then. Now uh, I don't think it speaks. I don't think it's 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 not a, a different thing. Like a, it's not like that. Have you um, have you ever been to the Feywild, or do you know anything about it? I'm going to see if he has. Um, I'm going to roll a percentage check. What is the likelihood that he's ever been to the Feywild? No, uh, I've never been. Do you know much about it? Intelligence check, arcana check, rather. Um, he knows quite a bit about it. He says, um, I know about it. I know, I know, you know, little things. Why, why'd, why'd you ask? Uh, just... Just curious, uh, I'm sort of percolating some ideas and, and just, just wanted to know if you knew anything about it. Look, for what it's worth, I don't think you're a bad person. You're not responsible. If uh, if we could, you know, talk to that, that beast, that wolf of yours, uh, seems like that could use talking to. <laughs> yeah, or worse. Look, it's just up ahead. He, um, he gets uh, your passive insight is a is a um, uh, a plus two, uh, so he it seems he gets a little uncomfortable at the at just being here talking about feelings and things, and so he just he just turns around and kind of keeps pushing forwards towards where the incident actually happened. Um, you walk for uh, another like just like two to three minutes before he says, "This is where I first." Um, saw them uh, and, he, and he sort of points down uh, around this thicket and uh, at the desire line that's kind of pushing through the forest and he says this is the part that I saw them they were walking with torch in hand uh, they were talking in elvish uh, and dragging their sort of luggage behind them they were definitely heading in a, a northeasterly direction and I, and, and I just fully lost control I just, I just, I just stalked them and I wanted to I wanted the excitement. He, it, it wanted the excitement. I, I, I need to. 
I know you know, and you're like, yeah, I know. It's not when you're talking about it. I know. I understand. It wasn't you that was wanting it. It was the creature, the beast. He wanted to. He wanted to to hunt, to 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 stalk, to prey, to to. He wanted to. He, he wanted the enjoyment uh, the boost to its ego of of being like look how quiet i'm being look how close i can get without them knowing i'm here uh were there only two of them yeah there were only two were they holding any weapons or yeah they were holding some but i don't know if i, I knew or just assumed that they wouldn't have been silvered so actually i'm gonna wreck on that does he know about the silvered thing? He wasn't raised by werewolves, so or werefoxes, so he might not even know about the silvered thing. He does not. I'm going to wreck on that. He did not mention the silver. He says, uh, I don't know. Um, I don't know if I just knew instinctively that their weapons wouldn't have hurt me, but he turns to you and says, I, I don't know if I've mentioned... Weapons don't do much to me. Uh, I can get hurt, as you saw when we were fighting that necromancer witch. I can get hurt, but regular weapons, your bow and arrow, it wouldn't do much to me. Does Apis know about the silvered thing? Let's have a look. Uh, let's make an arcana check for you. This would definitely be arcana. You are not proficient in arcana, so it would be a plus three. Plus three to Arcana. Uh, Fifteen. Plus three. Eighteen. Eighteen. It is not common knowledge. Like it's not. Um, it's not like something that everybody would know about. But with an eighteen Arcana, yes, you do know. It does not. It does not apply for his bonus rate. Um, you have probably heard of what he's talking about. Werewolves being either resistant to or immune to uh, regular damage. Um, and you have found, you find silver in forest. <laughs> um, you would yeah you'd be aware of the fact that you've heard stories. Um, uh, your mum's probably told you stories and things of of were creatures uh, like like boogeymen kind of stories. And you've heard that certain weapons can can hurt them like um, like silvered weapons for instance. He says yeah. Uh, I guess I, I, I don't really worry about whether they've got weapons or not. Anyway, and he pushes past this thicket and down to the desire line and kind of follows from there. Are Apis's arrows magical? Will the weapons be magical with planar warrior? Um, the weapons are, so you can see in the inventory here, you've got a green arrow, which is a magical arrow. Uh, it's basically a, um, it casts sleep on the creature that you hit it with. Uh, it's a tranquilizer arrow. Um, the red arrows are regular non-magical arrows that are coated in tar so that you can use them as a fire arrow if you um, set fire to them. The blue arrows are masterwork arrows, which give you a plus one to attack but not to damage. Uh, they count as mundane as well. And then you've got a whole bunch of uh, potentially infinite um, regular arrows from your magical quiver. So the only arrow that you have on your person that does count as magical damage is the green arrow.
Don't tell him that he, about his weakness to Silver, because he's seen he's tried to hurt himself. We're, on a, uh, we're a hunter, probably read, read about the properties of different arrows and stuff, yeah. He says, is this where the attack happened? And he says, no, I stalked them for a while. They were unaware that I was there for a while and I was getting excitement from it. I was still not in control. I was kind of being pulled along as passenger. Um, but I was hopeful that this might be enough to satisfy his urges. I just wish they'd never turned around. As soon as they saw me up ahead, that's when he pounced. We ask the quiver for silver arrows. Um, you put your hand down to your quiver surreptitiously and uh, and uh, ask it for silver arrows. I'm going to do like a sleight of hand check. This is not just sleight of hand, but it's also just uh, a check to see how quietly you can speak the request for silver arrows. Uh, you're not proficient in sleight of hand, so this is just going to be a plus three from your decks. Plus three from Dex is, oh, it's kind of cocked, but I'll allow it. 13 plus three, 16. Sorry, you managed to do so in a way that um, that is quite, you, you kind of pull back from him as he's as he's sort of put, picking and choosing his way along the desire line, trying to remember the path that he took and everything. You sort of hang back a little and ask for silver arrows um, and nothing happens. You you take the, the arrow that was already in the quiver and it's a mundane arrow like, like before. Do you... Um, do you remember what they look like or anything else about them? I'm going to roll uh, another um, memory check for him. This time I'm going to give him advantage because of the circumstances that he finds himself in, reliving the situation, being in that area again. <laughs> with advantage, I got two twos. Uh, so uh, even with his modifier, he says, I don't, I'm afraid I don't remember much about it. Uh, uh, there were elves, as I mentioned, one was male and larger, sort of stocky, uh, muscly guy. Um, the other, the other was uh, female identifying or female looking, female presenting, and and, and didn't uh, I don't know, no no features are coming to mind about her. I think I was more focused on him. He seemed like the more exciting prey. You um you follow for a little while longer. Maybe um, you're walking for a good like five to ten minutes more, and he says they still hadn't seen me at this point and I was I was excited that they hadn't seen me but I think I was I think I could feel him wanting to get seen he, he was he was he was excited for something more than he was getting from from just watching I think I started being more obvious I was I was not avoiding the twigs to step on and things did they smell caustic at all like poison is uh, I, I don't, I don't remember smelling any poison. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's possible. I, I don't fully have recollections of all of the specific scents, and and when I'm human form, I, I don't, I don't retain the the, I don't retain the the the, the sense of smell that I had. I, I don't have the same kind of. I can't describe the sense that I'm smelling in the other form when I'm not in that form, if that makes sense. So I, I don't fully remember what they smelled like. I just, they just smelled like them. Uh, it's sort of like a unique thing. I, if you if if, I, if if you weren't looking at me, could you describe my face in great detail? Like, no, maybe not. But like when you see my face, you you, you recognize it's me. 
you, you understand like it's it's that sort of thing like if i smell them uh, i know it's them i can smell them but if i want if you ask me to describe it i, I don't i don't know he walks for a moment uh, a moment longer and says uh, and, and says um right about here is where i where i got seen the first time can you smell them now no is mel with us yeah yeah mel's smells you can always just assume that mel is with you unless said otherwise uh mel for anyone who doesn't know is our giant bee companion um she is a sentient creature of her own uh her own choices and things but um she will always follow you as as uh as default um she's buzzing along you ask mel and sylvan um uh, would you um do a, a quick bird's eye swoop for us and she says yes of course uh, i will i will head, head up and check out the area she buzzes up and does a little uh, buzz across the top of the trees and things he says um i can't smell them now but this is definitely where they saw me and he he, po he points up and he says you see that rock uh, they're just heading around there uh, the, the rock that the the path um goes around to the right they just rounded that and I think I let out like a little yelp, like a little, just a small bark almost. Uh, and then just as I kind of wanted, one of them popped back. Uh, I think it was the woman, I can't fully remember. One of them popped back around, she looked at me and, and her, her eyes went wide. And I remember feeling the excitement of being like, this is it. She's going to scream, she's going to run. And she didn't, she just kind of backed away around the rock and then I heard them speaking and, and their pace picked up and I rounded the rock uh, to, to sort of follow after and the guy was looking back over his shoulder and he was he was seeing me you could see that he had his his torch out in front of him and he was he was hoping that that was going to be enough he, his hand went to something on his hip and that was it I just I just went and I and I, I left He's now like up to the rock that he's talking about, but he hasn't he hasn't rounded it. He says, "Um, okay. It was it was it was just round, it was just round there. I'm uh, I'm sorry. I, I don't think I can see it." He says, "Look, deep breath, friend. You're not alone. You can stay here if you want. I'll um, I'll pop around and investigate. Check it out. I'm sorry. See, I understand." You um you walk up to the large boulder sort of outcrop and you um and you walk around it. You can see that there uh, even uh, nine days later there is still signs that there has been a battle here. There's still signs that there has um been a struggle. There is dried blood sprayed around the um uh, 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 over the floor and around nearby trees. Um, not like a lot of it it's not like um it's not like somebody's opened up a carotid artery and uh, just been spraying everywhere it's it's enough that there, there was definitely an injury that was bleeding um uh, like a a puncture wound or something but no uh, no signs of uh, no 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 signs of like huge pools of blood is there luggage still around let me think what would they have done with that yes yes it would be you um 
you investigate the area a little bit. Um, I'm going to uh, roll you an investigation check just to see the specifics uh, of what you do find. Obviously, I'll tell you the the minor details either way. Uh, five plus your three. You're not proficient in your uh, investigation. So that's an eight. I'm waiting to see if Wraith asks for a forest bonus. <laughs> there it is. Okay, you get your forest bonus as well uh, because it does pertain to being in a forest, your favorite terrain. So I will give you, I'll give you um, uh, a plus three from your forest bonus there. Um, so we get that up to a an 11, which is just above average. With the just above average inspiration, you find what I've mentioned about the blood. You find that there is uh, there is broken um, small uh, um, what are they called saplings, um, broken saplings and things pushed back. Uh, uh, definitely being some kind of a struggle here. And in the bush off to one side, you can see a small uh, sort of carry bag essentially um, that you do recognise as being one of the ones that uh, you saw Belladel and Olathea. Uh, carrying when they set off from Panath. Uh, Mel at this point has done her little route of the area and comes down and she says, um, "I don't, I don't know what you are wanting me to um, to to search for there, Apis, but I don't, I do not see anything. Uh, I do not see anything. Uh, no, no moving animals or anything. What was it I was looking for?" Um. What is what else do you want to uh, look for? Is there any particular situations, circumstances, uh, details that you want to uh, to keep an eye out in this particular moment in this area? Bodies and corpses. You look around for a body or a corpse or pieces of elf meat. You don't see any. You don't see anything at all. There are definite tracks. There are tracks of blood that lead along the desire line away from you. Um, continuing in the northeasterly de direction, but there is no, uh, no, nothing else. Tracks of retreat, yeah, footsteps, um, footsteps of of, uh, of blood in that direction. We can ask the dice while Mosh is away. Yeah, we've got uh, bone dice. We can ask them a question. Footprints leading away from the rock. How many sets? Um, now that we are specifically honing in on the footsteps, I'll allow for a secondary roll here. This is going to be a survival check to see if you can determine the different amounts of footsteps. Uh, that's definitely cocked on all of those things. Oh, 17. Holy moly. 17 with a forest bonus for survival. Uh, that's a plus 8. So that's a 25. With a 25 survival check, you are checking the tracks specifically leading away from this scene. You can tell that there is, uh, there are some, uh, there are two pairs of elven foot footwear, um, most of which uh, are, are given the way, being that they're um, uh, drenched in blood. And you also notice that there are two other pairs of footprints, um, sorry, three other pairs of footprints, one of which is uh, very large wolf prints, like fox-like, um, fox-like prints, and the other two are heavily armored sabatons. Sabatons that, for those who don't know, are like the armoured boots that are part of plate mail. Apis has seen 
tracks of sabatons before uh, back when you were dealing with the goblins of the fair woods and you went back to one that you had tied to a tree and found that it was cut loose and there were tracks of sabatons leading away from it with your 25 survival check you'd be able to tell that the they're all old they're all about the same uh, they've all been there around the same the same length of time about nine days ago it's not a very clear track and it was a very high dc to find them but um you do find them what are they doing with the elves what indeed um so what do we want to do there's there's uh there's asking the bone dice a question the bone dice can um, can divine as an answer a yes no answer uh we can tell mosh what we've gleaned from the area um we can follow the prince without mosh um we can go back and be like well that's that then end end of that plot hook <laughs> what do people want to do give me some ideas in the chat of what you what you're thinking of doing right now and then if i need to i'll, I'll put it to a poll do the tracks have a timelines first elf then mosh then boots um with it being a, a nine days ago in in this woods uh, and it's springtime so there definitely would have been some rain since then i'm going to say that even with a 25 that's not enough to know the exact order of events of like which tracks are which tracks were made when they're all they're all pretty muddy tracks at this point you only really found them because you were also high on your survival tell mosh about there not being so much blood find the nearest elf camp and settlement if know about that send mosh back home and head to the elves to the elf footprints and boot from boot marks joined together they're definitely on the same path but they don't necessarily they're not necessarily joining ask the beetle for a closest portal mosh would want to know if he killed someone for sure for sure all right we'll put it to a poll we've got some ideas there what to do now ask the dice a question uh, tell Mosh what we found. Follow the tracks uh, alone. So continue going up the track a little bit further. Go back to Shadridge. I think that's pretty much the options that we wanted. We've got to multiclass into lawyer in order to get a usable answer from these dice. <laughs> yeah. That's the dice complicated double negative question that confuses us. Or ask a simple question. Hmm, what to do? We still don't know if there's any consequences for using those dang fade dice. We shouldn't be so cavalier about using them so often. Who knows, right? Who knows? All right, with 55% of the vote, the majority of Apis's mind decides that we are going to go straight back to Mosh and tell him what we found. Um, about a third of Apis contemplates... Um, Contemplates asking the dice uh, first, um, some sort of a question, getting some def definite answer, but we decide to um, to hold off on that for now. So you turn around, you uh, you walk back, you you pick up the luggage, presumably that the the small sort of um, carry bag, uh, and you walk back to um, to Mosh around the corner, and he says uh, he immediately looks down and says, "Shit, shit." Shit, shit, shit. You're like, no, no, it, it, it's, there's no bodies there. There was just this. No bodies. There's not a lot of blood. There is blood, but not, not, not as much as you'd expect if you, look, there's, there's a couple of, um, 
there's a couple of tracks leading away from the area, both elven looking, um, like in the size and, and uh, style of the foot, footwear and things. They're bloody footprints, but there's not a whole body's worth of blood. Like, I don't... I'm, I'm not sure, obviously. But I don't think you killed him here. Okay. But they dropped their bags. Well, this one, yes. Okay. I, um... It must be further up, then. What do you mean? It must be further up. I'm, I'm sure I killed him. Uh, I gave chase. Uh, it's all so muddled together now. Uh, I attacked them here. They tried to fight me off. Uh, they burned me, I think, with the with the torch. Maybe that stopped me long enough for them to to run, and and then I chased them. Maybe. Um, let's go find out what's happened. Okay. Before we make any conclusions, let's just stick to the facts and see what we can find. Stay strong, friend. Okay. He sort of steals himself and then walks around from behind the rock and sees the scene and he says, Huh. Yeah, this is it. This is where I attacked him. But uh, yeah, they, they definitely ran from here. Yeah, they definitely ran from here. I gave chase. I remember it now. Tell them about the other tracks. See, um, there's also, I should point out, come look at this one. And he comes over and he's kind of apprehensive about looking at whatever you're going to show him. But you show him some of the um, the deeper footprints. You see this bit here? Yeah. You see that it's like a divot at the back here and there's like a longer section up the side. Really sharp, distinct uh, footprint line down, this, down the right-hand side of it. Yeah. That's, um, that's definitely an armoured footwear, is that? How do you know? Well, you see, uh, look at mine, and you lift up your boots, and you say, you see this bit here, the arch of it, it's designed for, like, hiking, because this bit's stronger, and this bit's, yeah, well, this bit here, uh, and you start pointing out the different um, elements of the footprint. It's got this point at the front. So Sabaton's uh, armoured footwear is usually pointed like that because of you know, blah blah blah. You give some reasons and talk talk some stuff about how you how you know the different tracks and things. And you say this is definitely armoured footwear. Um, somebody in armour came through here, not long after after you guys it seems. Um, over this way, stand back up and you walk over this way. Uh, you see these ones? Those ones are yours, I think. And you point to the fox fox prints. And he goes, Yeah, those look like mine. He goes. Do you, you remember how long you chased them? I have no idea. It all blends together. The whole night's a, a blur. It's like trying to remember a dream that you had nine days ago. Is it possible that you killed the, the, the people that were in armor and thought that it was one of the elves? His face sort of drops a little. And there was someone in armor. Yeah, there was someone in armor there. Uh, let's see how much he remembers of this. Oh, better than average this time. Yeah, the, um... Yes, I was attacked. Uh, uh... That's why I was feeling... Uh, that's why I was feeling ang angry and dis dissatisfied. I thought it was because the woman got away. It's because they both got away. They, 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 they were... I was in the middle of feeding. I, I, uh... It was just up here. He sets off a, a, a more, um... 
a, a quicker pace. Um, you follow him and follow the, the desire line and the blood all in the same direction. Um, and he gets uh, only about another couple of hundred metres. Um, there's like a fallen log that's that's been there for years and has like become part of the the path um and he says uh, and there's like quite a lot of blood smeared up against it um uh, and and some of the moss that's been on top but has been kind of uh, uh, carved off as something has slid over the top of it he says i was i, I chased them uh, one of them stumbled over this it was the guy i think the guy I, I took him down and then you get to the log and there is a lot of blood on the other side of this log he says i took him down here uh, the woman gave chase and I, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I didn't stop to feed on him because I was chasing her. Uh, so I, I, I leapt over him. He goes over the log and just current continues past. There's quite a lot of um, uh, muddy footprints on the other side of this where it's been churned up pretty heavily um, uh, a little while ago. There's no body there, no. It says, uh, uh, I, I gave chase to her and then I, and then I was hit by something. Uh, he gets a little further on. I'm going to see how much he remembers at this stage. Uh, one less than before. Uh, oh no, when's the next full moon? Uh, you're only a week and a half after, uh, a week and a day after full moon, so not for another three weeks. He says, um, I was hit by something from a, from, from a head, like uh, any kind of gestures in a direction uh, just off of this path. It's kind of like there's a, almost two desire lines. There's one that's very much more desirable, the, the one that's um, like uh muddy and and has been worn away from the undergrowth and there's one that's kind of like just small grasses and undergrowth there he goes uh the, the she went this way and i was hit from something down this path uh and then i turned to i turned to see it and there was a there was there was an armored guy two two of them i think they were running towards me and they had something in hand uh i, uh, I let her did i let her go or did they I think I let her go when I, I went back to the body and I ran, I ran back and then he turns around and he, he goes back like a good 50 paces or so um, and uh, to the blood that's on the other side of the fallen log and he says I was I was eating I was I was biting I was I was feeding I think I wanted to drag him away yeah I wanted to drag him away uh, and he looks around looking for the trees and he says there's a tree around here that I saw was this one this one and he leads off and uh, you're following him just like along for the ride at this point you can tell that there's quite a large blood smear from where the log was over to um, in the direction of uh, one of these trees. Uh, it goes deep into sort of undergrowth right off of the desire line. Um, and you, you can tell that a bunch of the twigs and things have been pushed back and broken. Uh, it, this way, uh, I got him about here and I was I was trying to get him away. And then I don't, I, I don't remember if they... Uh, if I killed him or not, if, if I finished him, I think I was, I think, I, I think the beast is, oh shit, oh shit, I can feel him, he's, he's, he's angry, he's, 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 I can feel his disappointment, it's rising, um, look, I, I, I'm, I'm still in control of it now, but I, I can feel he is angry about this situation now that I'm reliving it, I don't, Mosh starts to pace a little bit, I, I need, um, I need to get, I need to get away. I can't, I can't, um, you can see the back of his hands are starting to get, uh, some gingerish fur starting to, um, to, to crawl out. The, uh, the regular, regular hair on his arms, his human, rather muscly arms are start, starting to turn like a shade of ginger and it's starting to get a little thicker, a little bit coarser. Not like in a huge transformation, but there's definitely elements of that. I need to, I need to get away. He's, he's, he's feeling, uh, he's feeling, 
he walks away from that back to the log and then just kind of paces with his eyes closed and you can see that that fur start to recede back into his skin again take it easy mosh deep breaths focus you're in control now you're in control can we smear the powdered silver on our sword? Yeah, we can do. Um, we get some of the um, we get we get our um, long sword. Um, do we want to draw the long sword? We are next to Mosh, and he might see it as like a, a threat. Do we want to put powdered silver along the sword? Yes or no? Obviously, being powdered silver, it might not do a hell of a lot. It might come off. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Yes or no? Put draw the sword and put powdered silver on it. <laughs> adds adds whose idea it was <laughs> said actually it seems too early no i don't want to do that um so unanimously you do you you kind of think about it and then decide immediately against it uh, don't draw your sword don't don't put silver on it we trust him at this point if we lose him if he if he loses control then we can draw it and do that at that point um all right so no powdered silver on the sword um do we want to uh do we want to play the pan pipes i've seen a couple a couple of people suggest that do we want to try and play something soothing on the pan pipes Thumbs up, thumbs down. Soothing on the pan pipes, yes or no? Ooh, down the middle on this one, there's lots of yeses and noes. I think it's slightly more yeses than noes here. Oh, there's some more noes coming out. All right, I'm going to put it to a one-minute poll, nice and quick. Uh, pan pipes, pan pipes. He's in and out of control of, like, stopping this transformation. You can see that he's, his fur is coming out. Even if he does transform, it doesn't necessarily mean that he loses control of it. He, You've seen him transform before and been perfectly in control. But something about the trauma of being back in this situation and the fox having to relive a severe disappointment, at not at, like, hunting and then not getting to kill, it's starting to affect him in ways that he hasn't experienced before. So, yes or no, panpipes, are we going to try and soothe him with panpipes? We are proficient in them, theoretically at least. We should have a plus four to our modifier. Theoretically, our average panpipe roll should be a 14 uh, or more. In practice, our panpipes have been utter garbage almost always. Um, we have rolled, uh, we've, we've rolled so many ones and twos and fours with our panpipe checks. 61% of Apis decides, though, in that moment, maybe he needs a little uh, soothing panpipe music. So you reach down into your bag, you quickly get out the panpipes, and you say, listen, just breathe, you're in control, just calm, just nice and meditation, uh, get yourself away from this situation, and then just, just slow down, slow it down, ground yourself. And you try to, um, you try to play the panpipes, and let's see how that goes. <laughs> All right, here we go. Panpipes. We have a plus four because it's a um, a, a charisma-based panpipes check. Oops, I missed the, missed the tray entirely and it landed on a three. Uh, so thankfully it's tray only. <laughs> it landed on a three again! <laughs> okay, um... Inspiration, you have, sun's getting low, sun's going down, big fella. We have inspiration. I don't remember if we actually had inspiration or not, but I started the session with inspiration. You definitely would have got it by like trying to help out Mosh in this, in this situation, because that's a very apist thing to do. You always try to help those in need. So you have inspiration if you want to use it as a reroll. Do we want to use that inspiration to reroll our panpipes check of a seven total, yes or no? Yeses, yeses, yeses. The yeses are having it at this stage. 
Oh, there's a couple of no's coming in. I think the yeses have it. Yeah, there's way more yeses than no's there. Okay, so we're going to use the inspiration to re-roll that. <laughs> let's see, let's see if it's better. 20! Net 20 is much better than a 3. <laughs> Net 20! Alright, so with a 24 total on our panpipes, the best we can possibly play in this moment. Uh, we, we take, <laughs> so that 3 is us taking a moment to like warm up and Apis uh, and, and Mel buzzing down to us being like, Apis, what are you doing? Stop it. <laughs> Apis, Apis, don't make this worse. I don't want to have to kill a werefox, please. Apis, you're going to get us both killed. <laughs> and you're like, trust me, Mel, I got this. It's okay, I got this. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm just just warming up. And then it's the most beautiful panpipes noise. Uh, fancy, we're going to have to put some gorgeous panpipe noise in here. Calming, beautiful panpipe noise. You start to play the panpipes, and it is beautiful. It is calming. It is, uh, it is, it is meditative sort of music. The sorts of, <laughs> the sorts of, um, <laughs> the sorts of music that you would definitely hear in like a yoga studio or something. And it is, it is doing the trick. You can see that he gets, he goes back over the logs out of sight of like the big pool of blood. And he paces for a moment or two before you tell him, like, ground yourself, ground yourself, anchor your feet into the ground, deep breaths, pull the weight down in your body, back into your pelvis, don't, you're up in the chest, come on, bring your weight down, and then you start to play. I can feel he's disappointed that he didn't get to finish his meal i don't know if the elf man got away or whether i'd done enough damage that he died but i definitely didn't get to eat him i didn't get to eat him because they followed me into the bush and i had to flee they attacked me and i don't know what weapons they were using but it hurt it hurt more than weapons should i felt supreme anger at being bested all of that ego that i'd been building up for the last 15 minutes of of stalking them like thinking i was the best thinking i couldn't be beat thinking thinking i would get to feed and then all of a sudden it, it, it built it up and built it up and then suddenly collapsed underneath me and and i, and I was shown how weak I can be. I don't know how they were hurting me with their swords, but they were. And I fled. I fled and I licked my wounds and I'm pretty sure I didn't hunt anything else through the night. And then I started to regain control of it again. And it, uh, I, I can remember things from then, but I think the beast was trying to block out the memory of the shame, the memory of failing. The um, second armored person, did it seem like he was waiting for you? Uh, how do you mean? 
was he was he ambushing you was it like a was it a trap that you were being led into no i don't think so uh, i think they were just patrolling i think they were out i think they were, i think they were ready for a fight i think they were they were they were they were good at what they did they were martial they had good training Do you think at all that they might have been hunting the elves? It's possible. Uh, they didn't seem to... I don't know, maybe. Weapons aren't meant to hurt you. Um, so the fact that they did, it sounds like they knew what they were doing. Do you think they know who and what you are? I don't think so. I think they knew what I was, but I don't think they know who. I say we go out on a high note and get rid of the panpipes now. <laughs> How do you feel? Does it feel better to know that they got away? Not really. Uh, I don't know that the, the man got away. Uh, he was real bad hurt. From our investigation, did we know if the armored people were goblin-sized or were they more like king guard-sized? Uh, from the sabaton size, it looked like humanoid-sized footprints. Uh, yeah, human-sized footprints, I'd say. So you would assume not goblin. Were they hunting weird creatures? It's possible. Do you um? Do you know if there are more? Uh, more cursed people like you around, more weird creatures. He says, yeah, there's probably some. I came from a place north of here. It's a small town. Uh, not sure I could even find it again. It's it's middle of the middle of the great expanse. Uh, I can I, I was born and raised there and and I was out one day I was hunting and while I was out I came across this this man like a hermit man uh and he said he he was going to help me with something he he he'd found one of my traps and he said I was doing it wrong and if I wanted to trap larger prey, I needed to be cleverer in how I did it. He said I needed to be cunning. He said I, he said I needed to outs, outsmart him. <laughs> and he said I could, he could show me how. And uh, and I believed. I didn't realize that he was bragging in that moment he was he was and I realized that he was being a showman about how he was doing exactly that to me in that moment he was outsmarting me he was trapping me he he led me away from my village um and then he transformed and he bit me 
I've never been so scared in my life. I begged for him not to kill me, and he just left. He laughed like a jackal laugh, like a... And then he said, I'm not going to kill you. I'm showing you how... How to hunt. And then he left, and... And I, and I stumbled back to the village, and that's when I started feeling it. So, for all I know, he's still out there somewhere. And I imagine there's probably more of them. Let's add another person to our black book of people to kill. <laughs> that guy and the fiend. <laughs> did you um, did you ever see him again? Do you know what he is now? No. I got out of the. I got out of the. Uh, well, I didn't get out. I was. I was forced out of the um, out of the village before too long became when when it became clear what I was, what I was becoming. By the time they realized what I was, they couldn't hurt me. But I could still hurt them. I left before I could, and I started wandering. How long ago was it? About seven months or so. I lost count after about three. The first three were the worst. Well, until this most recent one. I don't know, I don't know. It might have been like eight or nine or something. I, I lost count, but I think it was somewhere around seven. Was an Emmy a village? We didn't really have a name for it. Uh, we didn't need one. Nobody came, nobody went. There were only about 50 of us there. Zips know any folklore about people that fit the description of the hermit were people? Probably a long shot. You've never been up into the Great Expanse. Um, folklore about were folk, you know, a little bit. You know that they're um, vulnerable to, uh, to silvered weapons um, and either immune or resistant to non silvered weapons. Um, you know that you know everything about them being transformed by a full moon and all of that but you don't know the guy who did it do you um, do you remember what the guy looked like there's a chance that I might find myself in the dead, in the um, great expanse one day and if, uh, if I come across him I could always avenge you did he bite the elf or was the elf bitten um, he says, he answers the first one first, he says, uh, yeah, I remember what he looked like. Yeah. He was a ginger guy. He was quite muscular. I thought it odd that he was living out in the woods, uh, and yet able to stay so fit. He had a big, bushy beard, like, unkempt, with white, white streaks in it. human-looking guy didn't have pointy ears or anything his face was all leathery 
like it'd been weathered a lot, like it lived in, in the sun, in the weather. His hands were large and rough. His fingernails were dirty and long, torn, broken. His clothes were basically rags. He definitely looked like a hermit, if it wasn't for the fact that he had such strong, well-kept muscles and clean teeth, too. I remember that about him. His teeth were straight. Loses himself in the moment. Can you, um, can you sense or s smell other people with the curse when you meet them? He says, I've never met another one since. Or, you know, if I have, uh, then the answer's no. I'm sorry that that happened to you, Mosh. All we can do is look forwards. Gotta see the task before us, getting that furry beast of yours under control and finding out who the people were that are part of this mess. Yeah. Did the um the elf man you you bit him, yeah? Oh yeah. Over and over. Clawed at him and bit him. Ginger muscular fit. Bushy beard, uncapped, with white, human, weathered face, rough, rough large hands, ragged clothes, cleaned and straight teeth. Noted. <laughs> you ever come across a person with all of those exact descriptions, but he's got slightly dirty teeth? You're like, Hur! oh wait, no, 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 no. Excuse me, sir, can you brush your teeth real quick? He brushes, brushes his teeth, yeah, sure, why? And you're like, ha ha! I'm sorry this is happening to you. If um, if one of them turned, that's your responsibility. I know. We need to take care of it one way or another. I know. How the hell would I find them though? They're elves in the wood. They're gonna become one more monster in the woods if they even survive it. Surviving's not an easy thing to do. It damn near killed me. The dice would help work out what's happened. True, true, true. All right, what to now, guys? We found the scene of the actual uh, murder, as it were, if it is indeed a murder. Um, we've got the dice that we can ask. We can keep tracking. There's still a little more blood um, uh, tracks and things. Uh, we can continue trying to look for, for, um, for tracks to follow. We could... Can Tom Tom find him? Tom Tom is a wayfinder beetle. You could ask Tom Tom if he can find him. You don't know exactly. Um, you don't know exactly what the limitations of Tom Tom are, but you can ask the dice. You can ask the beetle. You can keep tracking. We're planning on going to the elf villagers next anyway. We could just see if the elves know anything about the attack. Get go through that pack that we've picked up. Keep tracking, but without mush. All right, let's um, let's see. Can we check for the closest portal just to know if we are close to one? 
you could do do that as well yeah all right let's uh, let's put it to a poll let's put some of these options into a chat for you what now ask the dice something there's lots of things you could possibly want to ask the dice ask the dice something uh, check for a portal ask tom tom our beetle uh, to find the victims is that right is that that's what you wanted to ask tom tom ask ask him ask tom tom to find victims um uh, search the pot search the pack I'll, I, I won't add search the pack actually i'll just do that for you apis looks in the pack and sees nothing of interest it's um it's definitely the belongings of Belladel and uh, Olathea, the um, the two elves that left uh, left um, what should I call it Panith. Um, it's got like a couple of couple of personal belongings and some some food, some things that you'd need for the journey. A spare spare change of um, travel cloak maybe. Is there anything else that you want to do? Um, uh, keep tr keep uh, keep tracking is another option and. Um, and back to Shadridge. All right, last few seconds to vote. What are we coming in on? We are coming in at 44% saying just keep tracking, 28% saying ask the dice something. It doesn't look like we're gonna have a majority vote, so that means preferential voting will apply. I'll drop the two lowest ones. Back to Shadridge and check for a portal. Um, yep, so we're gonna ask that question again with keep tracking, ask the dice, or ask Tom Tom. Ooh, forty percent each for just keep tracking and ask the dice. Neither of which is a majority. So ask Tom Tom. People who wanted to ask Tom Tom uh, if he can find the victim or a nearby portal or whatever, that's gone. And we're going to just keep tracking or ask the dice. See if we get down to fifty percent. All right, with eking out with fifty-four percent of the vote, Apis decides to just keep going. To just they 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 really intent on potentially asking these dice some things but as their mind is percolating on what would we even ask the dice is he alive is he turned is he is he going to be okay um where is he going where is he now um all that sort of stuff you could you, you're thinking about what question to ask the dice and in the meantime while you're trying to think on what to ask the dice you decide um to just keep going keep tracking where did we leave our horse? You left it uh, tied up in Shadridge, obviously, with Mosh coming with you um, uh, to show you the way. It's, it, it would be kind of rude for you to be on horseback and him not. And then you knew that you were going into a forest to track a site of a murder, so you're not going to be on horseback for that. So you left it uh, tied up at the Colton's farm. It is a farm, so they've got plenty of places for horses. All right, you... Um... You keep going, you keep tracking. Uh, I'm going to roll a survival check for you, just real quick. Uh, 12 plus 8, dirty 20 on survival, easy peasy. Apis found one copper on the ground just now. Oh, did they? Oh, Spidey says Apis found one copper on the ground just now, so I better open up the the uh, uh, app here and put in an extra copper just so that he can show off the app that he made uh, in, and how it can be changed real quick. <laughs> um... Probably fell out of Belladell's luggage. That's what it was. Yeah, Belladell had a copper piece in their luggage. You keep tracking for about an hour or so. Um, in the direction that it's going, you can tell that they are making their way towards the Fairwoods proper, the 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 area where you found the the four sisters in the first place. Uh, I am going to roll C on the way whether you encounter anything, because it is not necessarily 
just oh plain sailings when you're out in the um, out in the woods in the wilderness. You do not. Nothing that you can't handle anyway. Not sure what we're doing here. Are we trying to help Mosh or find Belladell? It seems like both. It's a bit disingenuous to Mosh. What will we do when we find him? Yeah. Who knows? Mosh comes Mosh comes with you. You you walk for about an hour, uh, tracking as best you can. You definitely lose the tracks a few times and have to find them again. Um, but uh, the the blood doesn't, you know, keep going the whole way. Um, but you do see that there's uh they the 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 tracks the sabaton tracks keep going as well with the um with the the tracks in the direction that you're going after about an hour or so uh, it's getting real dark now because it's well past twilight and well into the night um you're probably looking to make camp if you're going to keep going in this direction you haven't yet come across any um Anywhere that the, the, the body is or any any town or anything. Quickest way to help Mosh know he didn't kill an innocent is to ask the dice if he killed the innocents. Yep. No worries, Loud Grace. Thanks for coming by. Can we do a medicine check to see how much blood he might have lost? Yes, you absolutely can. So, uh, dice cam. Medicine check of four. Four plus our wisdom of two is six. We're not proficient in medicine. Uh, it doesn't pertain to being in the forest at all. So a six had to know. You, you, you don't know for sure. He lost a lot of blood. You're not sure if it's enough to have like died of blood loss or gone into shock or anything. Do we see that there's a body being dragged? No. No, you don't see a body being dragged by these tracks. It seemed like a lot of blood. A lot of blood was definitely lost by um, the initial attack, point of attack, the bit where it ran, the log where it was dragged over, and then a big pile of blood, a big pool of blood on the other side, and then the streak of blood from there to the um, to the trees where it was bitten and, and, and feasted on. Um, and then there was definitely bloody footprints and things from there. But then the blood pretty much stopped at that point. So yeah, not sure if that was enough to die from or not, not with the six medicine check. It's a good idea, Sparrow. The dice just decided you didn't you didn't know enough about it. There's an entire series of villagers to help the elves, even if we turned into even if they turned into where. The only thing we need to know if is if he killed him outright or not. So you have uh, you have the choice in front of you now, guys. It's you you are, you've been tracking this thing for about an hour. You you uh, you've never come to the elven villagers from this direction before, so you've no idea how close you are. Um, I mean, you might have some idea. Obviously, you're not like a million miles away. But you don't know if it's going to be another hour to the village or another four hours to the village um, and the time it takes to actually find them once you actually do get into the area. The tracks are really hard to f to follow anyway, but even harder now that it is officially like well into the night. You've gone past twilight and into nighttime. If you're going to continue, then you're... Uh, survival checks to keep tracking is going to be significantly higher DC. Um, or you can head back to Shadridge. You would know the direction back to Shadridge. Or you can make camp. The trail of Blood's getting thinner. Yeah, the play Trail of Blood ran out about 40 minutes ago. Does Mosh have dark vision? Uh, no, he doesn't. But you do. Can't get lost in a forest, right? 
you can't get lost in the forest as a ranger now. Except by magical means. Can we infer where the trail was heading? Yes, to the northeast in the direction of the elven villages. So, thumbs up, thumbs down in the chat. Do we want to continue? Continue tracking. Do our best to see in the dark. See if we can get to these elven villages before we sleep. Mm, yeses and noes. I think the yeses have it, but not by a lot. I'm going to have to put this to a poll just to be sure. Can we ask Mosh if he can keep tracking in the dark first? Um, you, can, you ask Mosh, can you, um, can you track in the dark? And he says, not without turning into my other form. All right, well, there you go. I was pretty sure that the yeses had it, but when you put it to a poll, Kem's up 61%. No, we are not going to continue. Um, all right, so next poll then is set up camp or head back to Shadridge. Illidale wanted to go to Arachel. Arachel is extremely anti-dwarf. We are not welcome there. Following this trail will most likely lead to Arachel. There are four elven sister villages that are in close proximity. Think of them as like a diamond shape, like a... Um, uh, suit of cards. Uh, the one that is furthest south is the first one that you came across, uh, which is called Helwurin. Uh, then the one off to the east is called um, um, Dolbin Illawad and is a, a healer town, like a, a herbalism town. They 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 grow grow and cultivate plants uh, that can be used in medicines. The one off to the west is a drow mining town called Munglofau. Um, and they were relatively friendly with you when you were there. And then the one in the north is called Arachel and is a divining town. They're, they're soothsayers and seers and uh, and people who predict the future. And they are very racist elves that very like we're above everybody else kind of elves. 72% of Apis decides we're going to camp here for the night. So Apis says that to Mosh, look, if you can't, um, if you can't track in the dark um, without transforming, I, d I don't think it's necessary to transform. We should, we should stay here. I think it's important that we don't go back until we know what we're doing and know, know whether or not you've actually done what you think you've done and stuff. So we sleep here, we decide what to do in the morning uh, when we can actually see again, when we can see the tracks and things, okay? It says, uh, yeah, all right. I, I don't. I didn't bring my bed rolls and stuff. I don't. I don't have a tent. You like? I. I don't have a tent either. But I've got a bed roll. Uh, it is spring, so I'm going to roll to see what the weather's like, uh, with a chance of slightly leaning towards what, uh, slightly leaning towards rain because it's spring. Uh, oh, yep, it is raining. Uh, not by not heavily though. It's raining about um, uh, a. A, a drizzle and it's like showers like small showers and drizzly so it's not going to be the most comfortable without a tent so um you know you've got a bedroll you know you've got um uh you know you've got enough rations and things you as a as a ranger and an outlander you can easily get enough rations to feed you both for the night uh but i'm going to roll you a, a, a um a survival check to see if you can See if you can find somewhere a little more sheltered, like a cave or some thick canopy or or, or lots of for, um, ferns that you can piece together as as a canopy or whatever. Let's see if we can let's see if we can put you together a decent uh, a decent place to sleep. Ooh, 18. 18 plus your survival with your forest bonus. I think I must have knocked my camera. Yeah, there we go. Eighteen plus your survival with forest bonus takes us to twenty six. 
you definitely managed to easily uh, uh, locate the area, um, uh, locate in the area a cave, a small um, a small cave. It's only about uh, what's this room? This room's about three meters. It's only about three or four meters deep and uh, and about two meters uh, in height at the highest point. Um, but the rain, it's it's deep enough that if you're at the back of it, the rain is not coming in at the angle that it is. It's not like a storm and it's not sweeping in. So you find that um, takes you about 20 minutes and then you head in and say, look, we can we can sleep in here easy enough. Uh, I've got a bedroll and I've got um, I've got a hammock that I can probably. Uh, well, I've got a, a net that I can make into a hammock if you if you want to sleep on that. So you uh, you start to uh, start to set up your your um, camp for the evening. Is there anything you want to do during the evening? Do you want to ask the bone dice? Do you want to read your books? Do you want to chat with Mosh about whatever? Want to play a game? You don't have any dice or cards or anything on you? Play a role-playing game with Mosh? <laughs> Roll up a character. Build a small fire. Yeah, you you set you set, start a little fire going. You spend some time foraging and um, and and hunting just for something to eat that's not just boring rations. But then you share your rations with him. And oh, now that we're no longer now that we are no longer a captive. And we're in. Uh, we are a an outlander ranger. We no longer need to keep a track of the number of rations that we have on us. We're just assuming that we've got plenty of rations. All right. I think we are now that all other options have been exhausted. I'm pretty sure the majority is uh, is is in favour of asking the dice now. We're going to get the we're going to get them back in the day in in a day anyway in the morning. So we might as well use that once per day answer. So what are we going to ask the dice? Give me um give me the the wording of the question. We should ask the dice more precisely. Is the person Mosh attacked alive? Yeah, because if you say is Belladel alive and he didn't actually attack Belladel and you were mistaken. Is the person Mosh attacked alive? He attacked both of them. Like he attacked the man and the woman. The woman escaped um, and the man was attacked more severely. We pray to Altamez, we're basically hunting. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we, we can pray to Altamez as well. Let's see how that goes first. Uh, so we are praying to Altamez and we get a 10 plus our religion, which is just an intelligence straight, so 13. Average, above average, um, a de decent pray to him. We don't feel like he's answered us at all. He is a god after all. Um, but we do a good job of like, we take a couple of the arrows out, we place them on the ground, we say a little prayer to Altamez and say, please bless this hunt. Um, uh, please bless us in the ability to track uh, the quarry that I'm, I'm searching for and blah, blah, blah. And once you feel like you've prayed deference and given a few, uh, a few moments, a few minutes of silence and stuff, you put the arrows back in your quiver. Did Mosh kill an innocent person? Did Mosh kill anyone on the night of the most recent full moon? That's a good question. Did Mosh kill anyone on the night of the most recent full moon? Did any of the people Mosh attacked die as a result of the attack? Did any person die? Okay, yeah, so that he doesn't be like, well, a rabbit died and a rabbit's anyone. On the night of the most recent full moon, did any person die as a result of Mosh's attack? They might not have died that night. They might have died the next day from their injuries and things. Rob, you've made us paranoid with our wording. As it as you should be. The dice don't give you a whole lot of information. They only answer yes or no. We need the question to be worded in the positive so that the wheel means good and the world means bad. Maybe leave out the night part? So, f on the full moon? 
Did Mosh's attack while in Weir Fox form on the night of the most recent full moon cause any person to die? <laughs> Gotta be real careful about your wording, otherwise you get the wrong thing. Did every person Mosh attack during the last full moon survive? Because <laughs> then you get the wheel being, being yes. <laughs> it's, this is so much fun uh, having to come up with the, the loopholes that could be used. Do, do we like what I've written? Um, put a thumbs up if you like what I've written and you're fine with it. Put a thumbs down if you want to go with um, the opposite way around like Wraith has put. So that we don't have the thing of being like, whoa means bad. So is that a no? Or is that bad because he's, they died? We need the wheel answer to be a good. Okay, okay, okay. Let's see if I can amalgamate the two. <laughs> it's like writing a contract. I don't know why this is so fun to me. Did every person who Mosh attacked while in Weir, form for, uh, Weir, Weir Fox form on the night of the most recent full moon survive to this day? How's that? Is that good? <laughs> you like playing devil's advocate, especially when you're the devil. <laughs> yeah. It's it, This is fun for me because I know that one day I'm, I'm going to end up giving you a wish by some like hag or a genie or something and they're going to monkey pour it and so it's going to be a lot of fun this is good practice for you to be like let's wish for something really good but close every possible loophole so that they have to give us exactly what their wish is that we want what if their death is inevitable we need to take that into account that also doesn't cover if the knights then killed the elves yeah they might have died since then but not as a result of mosh's attack <laughs> Did every person who mush attacked while in Weir Fox Farm on the night of the most recent full moon survive to this day? All right, so Apis grabs the dice in hand. These bone dice in the nice nice wooden box that they have. And it says Bobby on it in Sylvan. And Apis opens up that box of dice and gets out the bone dice that are made from centaur bone. Pours them into hand. Finds a nice part of uh, rock on the bottom of this cave. Uh, nice, nice solidish, um, flat-ish part of the rock. As you ask that question, and and roll the dice, you get. As the dice hit, you get the sense of. Uh, let's think of some sensations that fit. You taste. finely cooked steak you get the scent of some some roasting uh, roasting pig on a spit you get the sight you you the, the sight flashes before your eyes of a huge uh, of yourself coming across a huge kill of like a, a deer of some some sort of large quarry that you've uh, you've taken down. You get the sound of a um, a happy campfire um, with people talking around it uh, and and sharing sharing food. You get visions, sights, smells, feelings. You get a contented feeling of of, uh, of food in your belly. And you are left with a feeling of wheel. Do with that information what you will. <laughs> I 
Wraith. Wraith's just super happy to just like be like, get rid of this plot. We have too much to follow. I don't care that he's a werewolf now. A werefox. Let's tell Mosh. Did every person who Mosh attacked while in werefox form on the night of the most recent full moon survive to this date? All right. So, you you chow down on more of your rations, um, having been given sights and sounds and smells of all of that um, wheel. And then you tell um, Mosh, look, I've got... Um, I've got good news for you. And he looks across. We've seen that we've got some dice. We haven't explained to Mosh that we have magic dice that can tell us things. Um, what do we mention to him? I don't think we need to get the explanation of how, unless Mosh wants to know. We don't try and keep it a secret, but we don't offer it up in order to focus on the important part of the conversation. I got these dice a few weeks ago. I had the Arcanist check them over and found that they have the spell Augury on them. Yeah, okay, that sounds good. <coughs> so he says... Uh, What's what's the news? You say, well, long story short, without going too much into it, I got these dice a while ago, um, and I got got the Arcanists of Fondurg to check them out, and um, they've got like a spell on them, or like they're enchanted in some way. Basically, I can ask them a question every day, and they will give me an answer, yes or no. He says, oh... Is that what you just did there? And you're like, yeah. If I roll them after asking a question, I get a, I get an answer. And I asked them if all of the people that you attacked that night are still alive to this day. And they said yes. Really? Yes. How sure are you that it's true? Pretty sure. How do the dice know? Magic. It's basically it's just divination magic. Um, it, it, basically, I, I roll the dice and they tell me an accurate answer. That seems it's powerful. That seems like really powerful. You like it's it can it can help. Um, it's it's not like I can ask them once one one question per day. Um, they don't tell me specifics of anything so it's all down to how I've worded the question I have to put a lot of thought into how exactly I've worded the question he says how did you word this one and you tell him you say did all the people Marsh attacked on the most recent full moon while in Wayfox form survive to this day and and it and it said yes well it said it gave me the feeling of yes it's more of it it gives me sights and sounds and sensations that give me a feeling of yes or a feeling of no um or a feeling of mixed and this one was definitely yes i was given i was i was sort of bombarded with i don't really remember now but it was all food-based things it was like it was like the smells and tastes of delicious food and things right can you can you ask them if if <clears throat> can you ask them if he's um if he's gonna if he's gonna be like me well, I could. Uh, every question I ask gets less likely to be accurate, um, as the arcanists told me. They said that they, there's a decreasing likelihood that they'll give me a correct answer if I ask them more than one question a day. <laughs> yeah, mosh. So then why did we leave the barn, Apis? Hey, um... <laughs> 
tell him we should get some rest and we'll have a truthful answer in the morning. Um, if we rest now, I think we'll have a we'll have a more truthful answer to that question in the morning. Um, we could ask now, but there's no guarantee that it's given us the correct answer. He's most probably going to be like you. The sensations of food seemed telling. Possible. It's up to your interpretation. <laughs> yeah, it's telling on the fact that Rob needs food. <laughs> but Tom Tom on the dice, both are Fey gifts. They are, yeah. You you do so. You get Tom Tom out, and you kind of, as you think about Tom Tom, he comes crawling out from underneath the um, the bracer and into the palm of your hand. And you reach down and grab the dice, and Mosh, Mosh is like, "What is? You've got a beetle on you." And you're like, "Uh, yeah, it's it's a it's a gift from the Fey." Is I'm sorry, what? You're like, it's a long story. I get I get visited by things from other planes sometimes and they sometimes give me things or tell me things or fight me. <clears throat> it's it's a long it's a lot of you kind of go to your face and your beetles right there and you're like maybe not that one. You spent a week thinking you're a killer and there's now a strong possibility you're not. You'd want to know the NCS was legitimate, so you'd have to live with that guilt. Exactly. Can we stop showing off magic magic stuff now? He seems wholly too interested. He said, look, you, you've got your secrets and I've got mine. Uh, and he's like, yeah, okay. Yeah, I didn't mean to pry, sorry. And you're like, no, I'm not prying. Just, I'm just saying, like, I'd, if I explained everything that I can do and I have, it would we'd be, we wouldn't get any sleep. <laughs> but anyway, you, um, you can sleep well knowing that I'm very confident saying that both of them have survived to this date. And if they've survived the first nine days, and he says, yeah, it it took me about two weeks um, to survive it. Well, to survive the first part of it. Uh, it even if he's survived, it doesn't mean that he's he will survive. There's a long process to becoming what I am. I don't know if he would be the type. You said you knew him? I th I think I know him, yes. If it is the person that I think it is, and I'm pretty sure it is. I knew him a little bit. I knew him for a couple of days while we were in captivity together with a dragon. So you, you've mentioned a dragon a couple of times. Can you tell me what the hell? You you, you did deal, dealt with a dragon? And then whew, the camera zooms out of the cave as you, um, as you exposition dump all of the stories of what you've been doing. Um, where you've been and and what you dealt with with Mosh uh, with um, with Lucifreak and stuff to Mosh, you tell them about the dragon and all of that. Um, you tell them about Belladel and the fact that he was distrusting of you and rather racist towards you and all of this stuff. Um, and then you tell them about how like he helped regardless of that he did help with like keeping watch when you were having secret discussions and stuff. So you you. you Tell Mosh all these things. You have stories for the rest of the evening until you're both sleeping enough to uh, sleepy enough to um, actually get some rest. Um, and he's fascinated in the whole thing. He's he, he seems to take his mind off of everything, and he's asking you questions. He's definitely um, engaging in the stories you're telling. And then he says, um, at the end, he says, "So, do you think?" Um, from what you know of him, do you think he's a strong will? Like he's he's got what it takes to persevere and push through? You see, I think so. You see, well, um, 
what sort of personality was he? Is he, is he the type to try and embrace this thing from the beginning or not? Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm not sure. I, I didn't know him that well. So, um, is there anything else you want to tell Mosh, ask him, talk about? Over to you guys what to do for the rest of the evening. You can play some dice games with him with your magical dice. Or you can just go to sleep and get some rest and, uh, and start again in the morning. Let's not have him dwell on it anymore. Insights into the transformation process. If we talk, would it help him adjust? Seems a few of you are interested. How did you um, survive the process of becoming a werefox? It was, um, it was not so much anything I did, just luck of the draw, I guess. I, uh, every night it felt like... Some nights I would go the whole night without sleeping a wink. Others I would, I would be okay. It was easier when somebody was there to help. If somebody spent the night with me, like by my bed, cold cloths and water and... It was painful, a very painful experience. I wouldn't wish it on anybody and I'm sorry that I may have caused them to be going through this for the last nine days. It took me about a week and a half, two weeks to, um, to get out of that stage of, that stage of, of feeling like I was going to die every night. And then the next stage was difficult, but not as life-threatening. It, it felt the, the next stage is when I could feel this beast starting to be born, this, this, this other thing within me. And I was trying to resist it. And I tried and tried. Every day I was trying. And it was hard. And I felt myself losing the battle. And there was nothing that anybody could do to actually help me with that. It wasn't until about... About, I don't know, half a week, a week into that process that I... I, uh, I had one of the village healers bring back a whole bunch of stuff that they'd gone and they'd left a few days before to try and find it and they came back with a whole bunch of the um the the plants the um wolfsbane and it's like a poison he made some made some tea with it and um and it made me violently ill uh but he said that it would help and it did it helped uh help to try and resist the thing but it just was too little too late by that point um and then eventually i i I just felt it overtaken. I decided it was too too late to fight it anymore. And I embraced it and decided it was part of me. And then after that came the transformations. This was the most painful part. Well, different kind of pain. This one felt the pain of like, not in the body, but in the, in the mind. It felt like the pain of the transformations those first few times I had to concentrate so hard. It was like a meditation process of trying to make this wolf, trying to understand, come to turn with this beast inside me. This, and I, and I, and I hope you don't like. I understand there's a confusion here of me using the term wolf when I, I'm not referring to the fox. I'm referring to the the the, the creature, the 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 thing that wants to come out. It took a while of me concentrating and focusing and then I would, I would, sometimes it would work and I would transform and sometimes it wouldn't. Um, 
Once I transformed a few times, it got easier. It still felt painful in the mind. It felt like this thing was tearing apart my, my, my thoughts, my brain, my, my personality. Um, I was becoming different and broody. This is about the time, like, by, by this point, the village had kicked me out. They knew what I was becoming. I, um, I felt my body going under, undergoing changes. I felt my personality was going under changes. I, I, I was, I didn't know who I was anymore. And eventually, after a few more transformations, it became easier and easier. And now I can pretty much do it at will. Um, and he looks down at his hands and you see the back of his hands start to go uh, orange and furish a little bit. His fingers shrink down and uh, his, his nails grow longer and claw-like as he gets a uh, fox uh, fox paw in his um, right hand. He says, I've, I, can, I have control over changing it. As long as we're not near a full moon, I have full control of when it happens. Um, and then he shifts his hand back into a human hand. I don't envy what he's about to go through. But I understand it. We should talk about how he can keep himself contained at the new moon. Uh, full moon, you mean. Um, like a pit at the zoo thing or a cage, etc. Maybe to avoid this happening again. So, have you thought about um, putting containment practices in place for before a full moon? He says, yeah, definitely. I've been thinking about nothing else since since it happened. I thought I was in control of it and I thought just being out in the forest was enough. But I can't risk coming across a hermit or a random wanderer again. I am... Um, I'm definitely going to lock myself away before the next time. Maybe we should find them then, so you can help him. Yeah, maybe. Now that I know he's alive, I definitely want to find him. I don't want him to go through what I went through alone. Would you be able to, like, train him if he was, if we found him and confirmed that he was turned? Yeah, I think so. Well, then maybe that's what we'll do. And with that, you um, you uh, you go to sleep in your respective beds. Uh, him on a uh, makeshift hammock that you've made out of a net strung between two rocks on the interior interior of this cave, and you on your bedroll on the ground. Um, the night. Let's see if it goes without incident. I think it probably should, but there's a small chance being out in the forest. Yeah, the night passes without incident, without anyone having to keep watch. Mel is curled up in the interior of the cave as well. Um, in the morning, uh, we will start there next time. Um, I assume you guys are going to want to continue on towards the elven villages. Um, it would be nice for me to know before next time so that I know what to prepare. Uh, can I just get a general thumbs up, thumbs down of um, whether or not you uh, are wanting to, yes, go to the elven villages or no, go back to Shadridge or do something else? Just so I know what I'm preparing before next episode. Yes, follow the tracks. Hunting the new werefox. If the track, yeah, the tracks are going in the direction of the elven villagers. Yes. Yes. All right. So yes, we are going towards the elven villagers. Uh, that's where we'll pick up next time. I am going to stop it there for today, though. Um, it seems like a nice place to leave it. You have helped Mosh to discover that he hasn't in he hasn't actually killed someone. He just thought he had. Um, and the person that he has uh, attacked might well be Belladel, the um, the elf from Panith, uh, who is headed back to the elven villages, who might have new powers, it seems, if he can survive it. 
So thank you for joining me. I'll see you next episode. Bye. That's all for this episode of Twitch Tales, but if you want to be there to actually join in on the decision making, head over to twitch.tv forward slash roberthartleygm and click the little love heart to follow the channel. It's free to do and it notifies you when I go live so you can tune in to join the fun. I'll see you there.